Hey, welcome to Faith Marketplace, where we equip individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Again, Bob Lambert with Faith Marketplace, beaming our way all over the world here on our podcast. It's amazing. And today, I've got a great guest that I was a privilege and honor of meeting last year. And so she finally, I finally got her to the ground and say, okay, Bob, yeah, I'll be on the show. And she's got a great story. I want to introduce you to Kim Tracy Sandoval. She is a realtor with uh, here in Chicago with Berkshire Hathaway, which is a big outfit. They're uh, all over the country. And also, she works for a um, fabulous agent. Uh, she's up underneath a fabulous agent that is one of the top ones in all of Berkshire Hathaway. So uh, Tracy or Kim's getting a lot of great uh, a great uh, mentorship and everything else, but welcome, Tracy. I'm <laughs> Kim. I'm sorry. Yeah, on you, thank Drew. you, Bob. Thank you yeah. for having me. I mean, Kim Tracy is my my whole first name, so either one, right. like I'm comfortable and I answer to both names, so no worries. Yeah, ex- yeah, I love it. Hey, well, listen, you said you know you shared with me um, a life quote in a verse, basically that is. Uh, something special. So why don't you share that with our audience and why is that important to you? Yeah, definitely. Um, Short and sweet. uh, It's something that I feel like it's so useful in any season of your life. Um, And it's this too shall pass. Um, I believe it was King Solomon um, who was the one who had that. Um, And it's definitely a great one where, you know, if you're going through hard times in your life, you're like, it'll pass, you'll be okay, it'll be fine. But my favorite way of using it is when everything is amazing. So when you are, you know, spending time with your loved ones, being in a moment where you're like, wow, I can't believe this is happening. This is like the best day ever. This is when I like to think about it and use it because I feel like it really helps you to stay grounded, to stay in the moment and to just be present because as much as, you know, life ebbs and flows all the time, good things, bad things. And there are just certain days where you're like, wow, I can't believe this is my life. And so it's one of those where you're like, well, this too will pass. So it's like really relish in it, really sit in it for a while. Oh, I love it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Enjoy the moment. We don't stop and smell the roses enough, you know, in life. We're just going 50,000 miles an hour and we're just not taking those time to sit, be still. And like you said, enjoy what we have been blessed to have. Uh, Because again, those moments will change, (laughs) you know. Uh, where I'm at right now with myself, I'm I'm at what I call the um, uh, the economy of abundance. Because as we look at it, we're going to talk about uh, what you're doing because you have to have that kind of mentality right now of <laughs> abundance uh, in the real estate market. That, that's very important. Uh, but also, I've kind of caught on to a new phrase. You know, you hear the term that glass is half full and the glass is half empty. Right. Well, I have a new term now. The glass is refillable. Oh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whenever I'm kind of getting caught up in my stuff, I look, hey, the glass is re- refillable. You know, just get with that. 
Um, let, let me share with the audience what the kind of takeaways you'd like the listeners to take out of our conversation. Today. Yes, of course. Um, it, it took some time for me to think about it. I'm like, what would I love to share with people? Um, but for me personally, thinking about how my life has gone, um, my best takeaways would be one is to trust the timing of your life. A lot of the times mm. we all you know, we plan our lives and, you know, I feel like sometimes age becomes that thing of, oh, I need to be doing this by this time. And we limit ourselves, you know, to either achieve or be in a, in a level where we think we, we should be. And right. just the timing of your life will always be just right. Um, so that's okay. That's great. I love it. And um, number two is uh, to pay attention to who God places in your life. Um, I would not be here if it weren't for all of the important people that helped me to be where I am, be who I am as a person. Um, whenever there is a need or there's a prayer, what I notice is that God sends people to help answer those prayers. Um, so paying attention to who's there. Um, really helps a lot. And my last one is to take time for quiet reflection, to be alone with God. We're so busy all the time and it's all a hustle. It's 5 million things at once and you get lost in everything. And sometimes being quiet, being alone, whether it's meditation, whether it's prayer and having that quiet time, I feel is one of the most useful things that most people don't take advantage of. Yeah, I want to pick at these a couple of these because these are great, Kim. Obviously, you gave a great deal of thought to this. And and frankly, one of these, um, I really never, I don't think anybody in the show has ever articulated, and I really liked it a lot, and that's pay attention to God places in your life. Your needs will always be filled. So, for you, because you said you you're here only here because of people that you have met and come into your life, were there particular instances or something was going on in your life where you recognized that, or was it kind of an afterthought? Oh, well, that you know that person came because God put him there. Yeah, I, I you know what I feel like it's a little bit of both. One of my okay. favorite experiences is you know. Sometimes you're spending time with people and you're like, wow, you know, I've learned all of these things from certain people and, you know, halfway through spending time with them, you, you get that realization of like, wow, like what a blessing, like how on earth would I, you know, there's certain things where just, it's not in your control. Um, so a story I'd like to share is me getting into real estate um, for the first time was I moved here during pandemic. Me and my husband didn't know anybody, and I was getting into real estate for the first time. And, and so how would I, you know, figure anything out? So my first mentor, um, her name is Emmy, we met each other on Facebook, and it was just a random, hey, I'm looking for a realtor in Chicago. She replied, and she was like, hey, you know, I'll be happy to help. And originally, I only connected with her because I'm like, I'm moving to Chicago. Could you help me find a rental? And we became friends. When I became a realtor, she was the one who basically took me under her wing and it, you know, helped coach me through everything when I I literally knew no person, no one. 
in real estate, you have to go to your sphere, um, you know, basically network. I came in when we weren't allowed to network. You're not supposed to even talk to people. We were, you know, we were in quarantine. So it was just such a blessing for me to just randomly out of the blue, putting a group message on, you know, on Facebook and connecting with this woman where, you know, before I moved to the Good Child team, she was my mentor for two years. Wow. Wow. And, you know, that's a perfect illustration of something right there. Uh, You know, and I want to pick on that one a little bit, too. Um, You had the courage to reach out to total strangers, right? Yeah. And so how did you know Emmy was a person you could trust or you could really uh, confide in and do that with? You know, it's funny because if you, that's such an interesting question. Like, I didn't know. I just had faith. You know, it was almost like, hey, you meet people and there's a certain level of comfort. And it was an instant connection. Um, You know, it's the same thing when I ended up now on Liz's team, when we got to know one another and we started talking to each other and you're like, oh, this really fits. This feels comfortable. And now I have a great support system within the team as well, where, you know, there's a handful of us, there's about 20 agents now, but, you know, we get our own little pockets where we help each other grow and mastermind by being that little community for one another. Right. How important is it, or give the audience a little bit of feedback about Liz, and we're going to talk about her a little bit later, but how important is it to have a Christian leader that is, you know, part of leading the team? Yeah. Um, I do believe that it's something about her being, you know, in, in her faith that she always thinks about, you know, how can she give back to her people and, I do know that even some of the people that are on the team that are not religious, they're they're like, oh, well, you know, there's this comfort, you know, we, we gather together and it's just that foundation that helps everyone, you know, become united in that way. Yeah. So you're feeling the love, huh? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because she has, uh, you know, I don't know. I've never asked her that. If How many of her uh, agents are Christians or believers? I actually, uh, I've never counted. I'm not too sure. That is. Yeah, it would be an interesting. Yeah. That would be an interesting question to ask her. Folks, just to clear it up a little bit, Liz Goodchild, which she's talking about, is, uh, like I said, one of the top agents in all of Brookshire Hathaway. And uh, Kim Tracy is on her team. So, uh, and Liz is a person also that is uh, very near and dear to me because she runs one of our G7 networking groups out of her office in Palatine, Illinois. So uh, there's a lot of, I just want to clear it up for those <laughs> listeners out there that are wondering who in the heck are these people you're talking right, about? Right, exactly. So um, the other thing that I really, uh, I really uh, enjoy because there's a, there's a lot of talk about this, about reflection and quiet time and all that. Uh, do you find that difficult to do? Um, I 
personally on the spectrum of introvert and extrovert and more introverted. So for me, it's more of a comfortable thing. So I don't know if it's because I'm an only child. So I wasn't surrounded by all these people to begin with. So growing up, I had a lot of quiet time to begin with and be alone with my thoughts. And then so it became a natural thing that I do. And part of being a realtor is a lot of networking, meeting with a lot of people. And some as, as much as it's great and you you get to meet, you know, great people, there are a lot of times where I'm like, whew, I'm tired. I need to I need to just be yeah. by myself for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot out of you, you know. Um you know, I'm blessed that it's my juice. I love being with people. I love being in those environments. And it's it's kind of my, ga- you know, my juice. I got to tell you, I suffered terribly during the pandemic. I literally had to get out of my office every single day, drive around, even though I could be drive around, see people, yeah. all that stuff, you know, uh, because that's my juice. Yeah. You know? uh, but I, I understand what it is, what you're talking about, because uh, my wife's just the opposite of me. That's not her juice. <laughs> you know, she... <laughs> She doesn't want to be doing that. Um, so I, I'm excited about it. So do you have particular times of day or whatever that you reflect or that you are quiet with with the Lord? Um, I don't think I, I should. I like that idea. Honestly. <laughs> I like that idea to, to time and be like, hey, this is that quiet time. Yeah. I do I do feel like it just comes to me when I feel like things are you know, you have a million things going on in your head and you need right. to just lessen and put things in little places. And so it just internally, I have a clock that's like, hey, let's. That's let's great. That's awesome. I know I've had people in the show that have different ways of doing it, that they actually set time aside, right. you know, out of their busy day, their busy schedules, because if they don't, it's not going to mm. happen. Um, I know personally, for, for me, it's the first thing in the morning. You know, I get in my Bible app, I get uh, devotionals and I get uh, pick out certain things that I want to follow, you know, as far as that of the word and people are doing things. And that's uh, kind of my juice. I mean, that that gets my day lifted up and I get started. I have a terrible time sitting and being quiet for any period of time. So, <laughs> you know, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was just curious if uh, what kind of rhythm you're in, but you're naturally built that way. You've got an internal clock. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I love you know, it. it. Like there's just a time where I'm like, okay, everything's too much and I need to be in a quiet space. I'm proud to welcome Inbound Studio as a sponsor of Faith Marketplace. Marshall Mullet, the owner, has a mission to help businesses be more efficient and effective in getting results from their marketing technology. With their vast experience, Inbound Studio builds websites using inbound marketing methodology that provides a beautiful visitor experience that has them coming back for more. As a result, the company has evolved to be a premier provider of web technology services in the Midwest. I encourage you to check them out at www.inboundstudio.com. Um, I just want to touch on it a little bit. Give the audience a little bit of your background because I think it's rather unique, and, and then we'll go on and... and proceed with how you, uh, uh, what's important in the business? Yeah. I mean, so like how I got into real estate and all of that. Well, no, 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 not that. Just your background is that, you know, uh, you know, uh, growing up and all that stuff. Cause you're a California girl, right? Yes. 
Yes. So, you know, and then you also had a, an eight year uh, career, too, that people I think would be fascinated by. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I guess uh, something interesting. I'm I'm only 33 years old, but I feel like I'm a collector of careers. Okay. Um, yeah. So before real estate, I was an international flight attendant for eight years. Before that, I was a nurse. Before that, I was in the restaurant and catering business. And before that, you know, it was the, I was a busboy and hostess. I did some time where I worked at a talent agency. I did retail. And it was just like, I think it's a million things that I'm interested in. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. You know, right now I'm doing real estate, but I'm also doing writing on the side. Good. Uh, and on a third level, I'm actually doing a photography business along with my husband. Yeah. Where, yeah. So he's a landscape photographer. And then together we do engagement photography, um, whether or it's when we have a new baby, family portraits, things like that. And so I, I, I have a lot of interests. That's yes, for sure. you do. Now, I think that that, that combi- combination of your husband—that's another thing because you do say uh, that that was got in God's timing how you met him, right? Had it been off by a minute or two, that that wouldn't happen, right? Exactly. Yeah, and, and I mean, in in all of our lives, I suppose there are a lot of stories, you know, in there that are integral, and for me whenever things are not going the way that I assume it would be, you know, where you're thinking about your life plan and I'm getting super stressed out, I always go back to, okay, well, how did you meet your husband? It's not your time. It's God's time. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I, I'd love to share a little bit about it. Um, so we, I was an international flight attendant at the time that I met him. He was living in Hong Kong and I was living in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I would fly to Hong Kong almost every other week. He was actually um, a Diamond member on my airline and we've never met. So okay. it's like we're, all, we're around the same areas. We're doing the same things. And during the year where my... Um, New Year's resolution was to go to one city I've never been by myself. Um, that was the day that was the year that I met him. So on, I did one one city every month by myself, and the twelfth okay. was December, and I was going to go to Siem Reap in Cambodia. Okay. And so my flight was delayed. I was working. And on my layovers, I would go and, you know, visit a city for three days. And so my flight was delayed several hours. I almost didn't make it to the next flight. So I had to run. And at the counter, they're like, oh, I'm sorry. We're actually closed. I'm like, please, I don't have any clothes for winter here. I need to go. I'm like, I don't have any luggage. You don't need to check anything. Can I just please? I'll run. Like, I promise. I swear. And they're like, all right, all right. Let me go through. And so I get on the bus and it's one of those small buses and small planes. And then you have to take a bus to get there. So I'm really rushing, running. And I'm literally the last person on there. As soon as I get on, they close the door behind me. And okay. so because I'm the last person to enter, you know, everybody's basically seated. 
Um, so my husband sees it and I end up sitting behind him. I sit behind him on the plane. And then after my flight was delayed for how many hours, I was basically working almost 20 hours straight. I was exhausted. So I was passed out. And come the time that we are like leaving the plane, we're both, we happen to be people who walk through the airport really quickly. And we're both the first people to go to the TSA. And for some reason, my TSA guy hides under the table. And then so he's across from me, maybe like one, um, one station away. And he's like, you know, just symboling as if what's going on. And I'm like, I don't know. And he actually gets through and my guy says, he finally comes out and he's like, oh, um, this isn't where you get the visa. It's on the other line. So everybody goes through a whole plane of 300 people get through. And my husband's like, well, I'm moving on. She's gone. And so he and he was traveling with his boss and his boss's wife and they were leaving. And the wife is like, actually, guys, I have a luggage. We have to wait for my luggage to come through. And they're like, oh, okay, let's go back. And so there is an announcement that says, oh, the the flight from Hong Kong, the carousel number three is broken. Everybody needs to move to carousel number five. And so an entire sea of people, maybe 300 people, move two, two um, carousels down. And he's there. He's like, I'm just going to look at my emails. I'm going to stand here. Um, you know, I'll just wait. And it just so happened, for some reason, I don't know what it is, he had this inkling to look behind him. And I'm sitting there on a bench by myself. So literally, 300 people pass. And then he's like, oh, hey. That's that's the girl. And he comes and he's like, hey, they let you in. I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, I don't have a my passport things. Like if any little detail had changed, if he, his boss's wife didn't pack any luggage, if the carousel didn't break, you know, little things like that where I'm like, yeah. how how could it not be? Uh, yeah. How could that not be God putting a person in front of you? Now, uh, again, really briefly, because I do want to talk about your business and people and how they can contact you. But um, one of the things you shared with me is how Enrique really helped you with your faith. Maybe you could share a little bit because he's a Spaniard, right? So Mm -hmm. maybe you could explain that a little bit to people, how he helped enrich your faith. Yeah. I mean, so he's Catholic, born Mm -hmm. and raised Catholic, same... um, I feel like he's way more Catholic than I am. So whenever we're in Spain, he's like, because over there, it, there's a lot there's a lot of daily masses. So whenever right. we're in Spain, we go to mass maybe four or five times a week. Wow. And I was like, wow, this is, this is a lot. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize because in the U.S. it's not as common. Of course, you have daily masses, but it's 7 a.m. in the morning. Right. Um, over there, it's like five times as, the same way that you would have Sunday mass every single day. Wow. Yeah. And so it was just so ingrained with him. And so whenever we're going through struggles or anything, he's always the one who's reminding me, hey, you know, it's God's time. Like, this is making you stronger. And there's he's so strong in his faith that it helps me be strong in my faith. And we almost take turns of, you know, you go through bad things right. and then you forget about it. And then we become each other's support systems and be like, hey, remember what you said? Yep, exactly. I love it. 
Are you looking for ways to increase your business? Are you hungry for business relationships of like mind and spirit? Welcome to G7 Networking with Purpose, where relationship comes before referral. Experience networking with God at the center via monthly meetings that invite interaction and connection. Immerse yourself in the proprietary G7 app, sharing leads, prayer requests, and increased visibility with the entire G7 network. Now with over 40 chapters in 8 states and growing, we have multiple Chicagoland chapters including new locations forming here and around the U.S. Visit www.g7networking.com for details and search for a chapter near you. G7 Networking is always looking for well-connected leaders of integrity and purpose looking for what's next. If this sounds like you, please reach out to us via our website at www.g7networking.com. G7 Networking with Purpose, where God is at the center of networking. All right, so we know that you became a realtor just, what, a couple years ago? Or it hasn't been longer now? Three years now. Three years ago. And... uh, and what happens? You got a dynamic market going on, and all of a sudden it comes to a kind of a stop. So, yeah. why don't you share with uh, right now what, what's your target audience? Who are you working with, or who do you like to work with as far as uh, you know helping people get in the home of their dreams? Definitely. So, right now, I mean, we in the Good Child team we help a lot of different clients. Um, as of now, my favorite is first-time home sellers ah. because. I love helping them transition to that new phase of their life where okay. whether they're, you know, their kids are, are grown. So they're, so they're now downsizing or now they have a baby, so they need a bigger space. And so I love being able to tell the story because people get so attached to their homes and yeah. I like really learning about what made you fall in love with this home and I kind of integrate also things in my writing and figuring out, okay, how can I, you know, tell your message, tell the story of your home and how much you loved it so that the next person can appreciate it as much as you do. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And what I like about it too is that, you know, I I stay with them for longer because Mm -hmm. it's, it's helping them sell their house, but they're, helping them with their next chapter of, okay, well, where am I going to be now? Right. Exactly. Sometimes it's not even in Illinois, you know, it's my, my next ones that I'm, I'm under contract now, they're moving to Florida. So I connected them with some people over there and, you know, it's just seeing that being able to be with them during this next phase of their life and, you know, hearing about all the memories they've had in the current house is just really nice. Yeah. So what I'm hearing there, because of your writing background, your love for writing, is you're really helping them to craft their story, basically, as to how this would appeal to people like themselves or what they've done or the special stuff that they've done with the house. And, um, you know, with love, right? I mean, that's really when you get into a home ownership, you got to love it because (laughs) there's a lot of things you got to deal with, you know, and and make that uh, make that transition. So. If I was to ask you, what makes you unique in the real estate industry? Because there's a lot of realtors out there. What makes you unique? Yeah, I mean, I I don't think being a realtor is unique. A lot of people no. do it. There's 80,000, I believe, of us. Um, but the way I approach it, I'd say, is different. And mm-hmm. where I'm here to really build a relationship with you, like a long-lasting one. So Mm -hmm. part of the things that I love about 
being in real estate is clients who've become friends. You know, yeah. I've, I've had it where, you know, I've met them when they were, when they just got married. And then later in life, I'm there for their maternity. We take their maternity photos. And then I'm I love there it. for the first birthday, the second birthday. And so right. I'm, I'm not there to do this deal with you and then we go our separate ways. You know, I'm right. really here to be a long lasting relationship, to be a resource for, you know, the next steps of your life. And one of the things about being a realtor is we're really embedded in the community. We, we yep. do a lot of networking. We do, we, we know a lot of people. And so to become almost that resource of, Hey, this thing happened. Do you have anybody? I love mm-hmm. being that person who always has some like, yes, let me get you connected with these people. And it becomes this really fun thing where, when I'm meeting someone, I'd love to know what they do just because I want to put it in my pocket in case anybody asks me, hey, do you know anyone who doesn't? Like, yes, let me connect you to these people. And I so, love that. I yeah. love that. Now, I guess there's, you know, right now in this season that we're in, things have kind of slowed down a little bit for the real estate industry, obviously, because interest rates are ticking up. I know that um, there's a bit of an inventory problem. I've heard this from a number of realtors of houses, period, mm-hmm. uh, and all that. So how, what kind of tips and ideas do you have out there for um, our audience that might be thinking about selling but or might be thinking about buying, but, oh, geez, those interest rates are around 6 7% now. And, and, you know, a lot of young people don't realize that it's still really good. <laughs> you know, those, yeah. those rates are still really good because I can remember when they were a whole lot double digit, you know. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. When my parents bought it, it was definitely double digits. Yeah. Um, so it's funny because I do hear that a lot and things have been slowing down. But within our team, we're still going. And it's yeah. still constant. And I'm so blessed. and we do a lot of work and sometimes it's, it's really nice to see just people coming back to you and people giving you um, recommendations because you've helped them. But for me, um, if what I like to say to people is not, don't try to time the market of, Hey, it's a good time to buy. Hey, is there going to be a crash? Like we can't really plan for all of that. But to me, it's, the question is, is now the right time to buy for you, for mm-hmm. your finances? You know, it's like, it doesn't change. It doesn't matter. Let's say you were ready to pay $2,000 for a mortgage, whether the rate is 2.5% or the rate is 10%, you're still looking to do a $2,000 mortgage. Right. And then so we would cater what homes we're looking for based on what you'd like to pay monthly. Because I Mm -hmm. never advise people, hey, you know, just pay all of this now and then become house poor. You know, I'm like, you need to have your own lifestyle. This is just a piece of it. You need to be able to pay for gas, pay for food, like everything else is rising. And so what I like to do is, you know, I almost become that guide of, well, let's see where you are. Maybe now's not the right time where you are financially. Maybe we'll wait a few months. Or it does really fit right now. Why don't we take a look? You know, it's not (laughs) one of those things where every single person, now is the right time for you. Yes. All everyone is the right time. No, no, it's not. (laughs) I love it. 
Uh, everything's timing in life, right? Yes. <laughs> I love it. Hey, well, listen, because of these uh, long 33 years you've got and, and uh, yeah. all that vast experience, what words of wisdom would you have given to your younger self? Ah, uh, yeah. That one, I was like, oh, how, what would I tell myself? I'm like, there's so many things. Um, I'd say maybe two. One is keep going. Short, okay. simple, and it's just, and you know, you know, there are so many things and struggles that you can go through in life, but if you keep pushing through, it all works out in the end. Okay. Um, and another one that I'd like to add is just try it. Try there it. There you go. I love it. Try it. <laughs> try it. What's the worst that could happen, right? <laughs> yeah. Like there's so many things like life is too amazing and exciting to not be fully experienced. And I think too many people are sitting afraid to fail. And I'm like, that's part of it. You know, just try it. Yeah. I I think that that's a lot of what I'm seeing is a lot of fear today uh, Mm -hmm. just to get out of the box and and do things just to try stuff, you know? Uh, And again, I'm not looking at taking life risk kind of things. I'm just saying, try something like you have. I mean, you have multiple interests and obviously you have manifested those in many different ways, you know? So, um, you know, one of the things that I also like is what's funny, cool, and amazing about you. We've heard a couple things already, but what would you say? Yeah, that one was really hard. I was like, Ooh, what could be, um, I guess. So in, because of, I was a flight attendant for a while, um, I've managed to go to 39 countries. Wow. Um, during the pandemic, me and my husband decided to start going on road trips because it was the safe way of traveling. And because of that, we've been to 16 national parks together. Wow. Um, so we love adventures and all that. And, you know, we honeymooned in the largest cave in the world. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it would be the largest cave in the world. I, that's very unique. That is very amazing because I've never heard of anybody that honeymooned in a cave. <laughs> yeah, we were camping. We were camping for five days. It's, you had to basically hike 10 miles every day through the cave. It's not like going in and back. It's like because of how huge it was, you can fit the Empire State Building in this cave. Whoa. What's the yeah. name of this cave and where was it at? Uh, Son Dong Cave in Vietnam. Wow. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. <laughs> Highly recommend. Well, listen, folks, if you didn't get some excitement out of this interview, I don't know. You got, are you still breathing? Because this was great, Kim. Tracy has been my guest today, Kim Tracy Sandoval. Uh, and it's a mouthful because I keep calling her Kim, but her name is Kim Tracy. Uh, and I want to thank you so much, Kim, for joining us today and sharing all the adventures you've been through and also how God had to play in all that. Uh, yeah. You know, And I, I think particularly when you said, uh, that uh, and I really, really loved the, where you uh, gave the ideas about uh, pay attention to whom God places in your life, and I think you've given mm. some great examples of that today. And I'd encourage my audience to uh, think about those things too. Take time out and think about that. Um, again, we're here every other week or every other week on uh, Faith Marketplace podcast. We're changing it up a little bit, and we have great interviews lined up ahead. So. Get out there and check out the podcast and Google, uh, iTunes, and also we're now on Spotify, soon to be up on YouTube. Uh, 
Olivia, our wonderful program manager, is taking us all kinds of places, all kinds of adventures. So get out there and check us out at faithmarketplace.com. And by the way, there's a little donate button up there, and that's how this ministry continues on. Uh, is is uh, by the gifts of folks like yourself out there that you uh, have encouraged us. We've been on for now 11, 11 years, over 825 interviews. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. It's gone by in, in a like a bullet train. I can't believe it's happened. So join us again here in two weeks on faithmarketplace.com.